Hello, I'm Joshua. This is Faith Through Love, a place where we believe in loving God and living the life that you were created to live. So today I wanted to open the word and uh, open it to the very, very first verse of the Bible. I found something very interesting and I wanted to share it with you. So Genesis 1.1, the very first verse of the Bible, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. See, I, I found that amazing. God created everything, the heavens and the earth. See, before God says that he's merciful, before God says that he's holy, before God says that he's love or talks about the law, he says that he is a creator. That's amazing to me. You know, I'm sitting here in my office and I have a, a tree outside my window. God created that tree. And out of that tree, we made houses and desks and chairs and pencils and paper. Isn't that amazing? The creative God gave us resources. And then from those resources, we created other things. Creation process is amazing. You know, I remember when I was younger, we didn't have this type of technology readily available to us. We, we didn't have computers and microphones and cameras like that. I mean, they were around, but they cost a lot and it wasn't for everyday use. I think we had uh, an old IBM with a green screen at our school that we would play like Oregon Trail or something on um, when I was young. But that was about it. It wasn't in my house and it wasn't something that we could just use like this. So if we wanted information or we wanted help with something, we went to the library. Now, I grew up and I didn't read very well. I, I had a couple learning disabilities and some speech impediments that you can probably notice. Um, so one of the things that was recommended for me to do was to go to the library and get books with cassettes. And I don't know if you guys remember this or not, but they used to come in this bag and it was a book and a little cassette tape that you can read along with it and it helped kind of with comprehension. So I would go and get these books from the library and come home and in my room would read along to these cassette tapes. Now, in my house, sometimes if the cassette would get stuck, stuck, what we would do is we would, um, you know, open it up, pull it up. And what we would notice is as soon as we pulled the cassette tape out, the ribbon would come undone. And so what you would do is you would take that cassette and you would put it on your desk and you would take a pencil and you would crank it. You kind of, you know, it was easier than using your finger because your finger usually didn't fit in that. And if, you know, you had done it as many times as I did, you would put the cassette tape on the, on the table and you would kind of put the pencil on top as so, and you would kind of just do this with the pencil until it was done. And kind of like making a fire, you felt like you were making a fire in the old times, right? And uh, until the ribbon went back and you can put it back into your, into uh, your tape player or cassette player or whatever it was and start all over, use it again. Well, those two things don't seem like they go together, right? A cassette tape, a pencil, but they worked great to solve an issue that I had on a regular basis. And the way our minds work to be able to solve a problem, to create something, 
to be able to see two things like that and put them together to come up with a solution to our problem is amazing and something that we as humans have been doing for a long time. I, I love watching documentaries and documentaries and this is how it's made and uh, the men who built America and all of those types of documentaries. My, my wife finds them really, really boring, but I love them. I can spend a whole afternoon. There's a, a series on Netflix that was about uh, inventions of different eras and I, I got hooked on that. I, I watched the whole, I like binge watched that whole series. It was really fascinating to me. The things that we've done with what God has given us is just amazing. I mean, look at the technology, look around us. I'm sure you can look around in your office or in your house or wherever you're at right now and notice all the amazing things that didn't exist when you were younger or weren't as simple or weren't as user-friendly as they are now. You know, the Bible says in Ephesians 5.1 that we're to be imitators of God. One of those things to imitate is the fact that he is a creator and we have that in us. The Bible says that he's given us the ability to create wealth, you know, and we see that. Look at all the entrepreneurs. Look at all the innovations that are going on right now. So many people starting online businesses. So many people teaching what they know. So many people trying to figure things out. That creative process is amazing. You know, in, in Luke 19, there is a parable. Jesus tells a story about a king who gives 10 talents or minas, money basically, to his servants. And then he goes away on a trip. And when he comes back, he takes an account of what they did with that. And in there, one of them says, oh, your 10 minas produced another 10 minas. And then another one says, "It mine only produced five. And then another one says, I didn't do anything with it. I buried it because I was concerned that I would lose all of your money. So I didn't do anything so that when it came, when you came back, I had it to give to you. And... And this guy is upset with his servant because he says, you know what? You might as well have put it in the bank. So at least I would have collected interest, but you've done nothing with it. And he was really angry with him. And he took, he, he told his other servants, take even what he has away from him and give it to the one who produced the 10 extra minas. We've been given abilities by God. We've been given things, resources, and talents, and abilities. At the very least, the ability to learn, and given a, a, an amazing thing like technology where you can literally just ask Google anything, and it'll pop up, or Siri, if you're Apple. <laughs> you can go on YouTube and search how to do whatever it needs, whatever you need done. You have been given the ability to really have the information to solve your problems at your fingertips. We've been given the Bible that tells us right from wrong and how to do things. And the Bible also says that if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Because he'll give you wisdom. There's a whole book on wisdom in here. We've been giving all of these resources. So my question to you today is, what are you doing with them? What are you doing with what God's given you to do? Let us not squander them. Let us multiply them. 
and help other people. The Bible says to not withhold any good thing. So you have the ability to create. You have the ability to produce more than what you have. To make an impact in your world, in your life. And we should take advantage of that. We should be doing good works. We should be producing more. We should be creating things. Because we're not in this life just to survive it. And we're not in this place just to buy time until this this season is over. We're here for a reason. We're here for a purpose. You know, you have talents. You have skills. You have resources. That not everyone knows how to manage them. And not everyone knows how to use them so effectively. And they were given to you to steward. They were given to you because God has equipped you with what you need to fulfill the life he's called you to live. To fulfill your purpose. You know, sometimes we can do one of two things. One is we can spend our life distracted, always reactive. If I'm bored, I'm picking up my phone. If I'm bored, I'm watching TV. If I'm bored, I'm getting a snack. If I'm bored, I'm doing something. Instead, see, when when I was young, younger, I'm still young. (laughs) When I was younger, our parents would say, go play outside. And we'd be bored. And we had, we really had no choice but to go outside and pretend, you know, make believe things or pick up a ball or a stick or dig a hole or something. And I believe that that actually helped a lot of the creative juices flow. Because when you're bored, that creativity, that focus really kind of narrows. I've also noticed that when you talk with other people, that comes out too. When you help when you're trying to help others be creative, when you're trying to help others solve a problem, all of a sudden you realize you have resources and you knew things that you may not have known before or realized that you knew before. And you had resources that you didn't realize you really had. And so connecting with others and being bored, to be honest with you, I think are two great ingredients. But getting back to those two things, the one thing is when we live a life where we're reactive and we only want to distract ourselves so we're never bored. I believe that that's a hindrance to something that that you can develop, your God-given ability that you can really develop and refine. And the second thing that I think we do, besides just always trying to distract ourselves, is that we don't want to take risks. We conform to what's already there. We don't want to take the next step in case it fails or want to tweak this or work with this. You know, one of the things when I was growing up that was really, really common was that on weekends, it was house project time. My dad would always be building something or tools or we're always handing something. We're building a shed or we were fixing the gutters or we're on the roof or we were making a basketball court. Whatever it is we were doing, we were always kind of tinkering with our hands. So I knew how to you know, use power tools and hammer, nail and all these things and stuff that I've noticed that a lot of people don't really do. They don't work with their hands as much as, as we used to back in the day, I think. Um, but that's a whole nother thing. 
I believe that a lot of the people who built the things that we use right now were people who were willing to experiment with things, with to tinker with things, things that may not have been great at first, but being persistent, continuing to try. You know, a lot of times we don't try anymore. We settle for things. If, if I want to do something, whatever it is, and I don't have the tools, if I don't have the resources, I don't adapt anymore. You know, there's a, a saying that says you don't ever improve on or beat what you copy. And as much as I believe it's amazing that we get online and we ask Google and ask Siri things and we have examples of how things are done, that doesn't mean that that's the only way they can be done. And that doesn't mean that they can't be improved upon. You know, if we stopped trying to create, stopped trying to push the boundaries of what is what we're capable of, then all we would ever have is what we have right now. You know, there were years when technology and art and science took amazing leaps and bounds and our society changed a lot. You know, when one of the movies that was popular when I was a kid was Back to the Future and the things that we thought we were going to invent by this time, you look back at the thing and we really haven't gone that far. And not that I'm saying that that's the way, you know, our world should be right now. But what I'm saying is there was that thought of going, we're going to continue to push these things and we're going to continue to experiment and, and go after these things. Uh, I was one of the, the inventors that I saw that on the documentary on Amazon was about the person who invented the toaster because he liked toast and he didn't like the way toast was made, which was on the pan at that time. And so he knew that there was a way to do it better. And he just tried and tried and tried and he blew some stuff up and caught some things on fire and did some things until finally, that's something we all use. I use my toaster every week. Now, if we, if he would have just settled for this is the way things have always been done and the way that things are always going to be done, then he would have never, ever been able to add value to so many people's lives. Because trust me, that toaster is valuable. What has God given you? What has God given, put inside of you to do? to say, to impact, to improve. Because there's something. If not, if you weren't here to do something amazing, if you didn't have a purpose, God would have never created you. See, he says he knew you before he formed you. He made you intentionally, on purpose not on accident. So this week, let's be bored. <laughs> let's start tinkering with things again. Let's just spend time with God and see what he puts on, puts in you and what ideas you've had that you've laid to the side and what things he's, he has shown you that you thought, hey, this would be a good idea at some point, but never really pursued. Because God has given us all the seeds 
to do the thing we need to do. But sometimes I think we think that if God wanted it done, it would have just been done. Well, here's the thing. He gave us the tree, but he didn't hand us the paper. And he gave us the tree and he didn't go, oh, here's a house. He didn't. He gave us the tree and he didn't go, oh, here's the chair already built. What he did is he put it inside of us and said, from what I've given you, create more. You'd be surprised how many things wood is a part of. And that's just one example. Look at all of the other things. So let us be imitators of God and take this time to create. Thank you for spending a little bit of time with me. I love you. Thank you. I'd love to hear from you and connect with you. This shouldn't just be a one-way street. I really believe that connecting as a body of Christ is so vital to our development and so vital to who we are and what we're supposed to do. So I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. And uh, I will see you next week. God bless you. <laughs> Bye.